Hey, everybody, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Preacher Boys podcast. I make this show for you, and I hope that you really enjoy it. I have a lot of people that ask me how they can support the show financially, and you can do that by heading over to patreon.com slash preacherboys. You're going to get access to exclusive content, including early releases of episodes. I've got a couple episodes right now that have been released at least a month early over on Patreon. You've got access to things like unique merch, depending on what tier you join, and you get access to some behind-the-scenes content that I'm posting within the group. So head over to patreon.com slash preacherboys and become a member over there today. Every single supporter helps make this show a little bit more possible, especially as I continue to add additional episodes and content every single week. Thank you so much for tuning in. Let's get back to the show. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Trigger warning. This podcast contains descriptions of various abusive situations. Listener discretion is advised. You are listening to the Preacher Boys Podcast, a podcast shedding light on decades of mental, physical, and sexual abuse within the independent fundamental Baptist movement. The testimonies shared on this podcast are told from the personal experience and perspective of the survivors. Not all legal outcomes are known or final. Any suspect is presumed innocent until proven guilty in the court of law. Now, here is your host, Eric Skwarzynski. When I started the Preach Boys podcast, one of the things that I didn't expect to come up was conversations around chronic illness. Chronic illness is something that many survivors of trauma experience every single day. And many of you have asked for me to cover this on my podcast. Now, I'm certainly not an expert on the topic, so I brought in someone who is. I'm joined today by Dr. Kylie Burton. She grew up in Utah and attended Southern Utah University, where she took a nutrition class and fell in love with how food impacts our health. In 2012, following a study abroad trip to Japan, she graduated with her bachelor's degree in nutrition. She was introduced to chiropractic and functional medicine the year following undergraduate school. She was mesmerized by the unique approach this type of medicine provided to patients and saw firsthand the impact it had on their health and lifestyle. Thus began her journey to becoming a chiropractor with a functional medicine specialty. In March of 2017, she graduated from the University of Western States with her doctorate of chiropractic, becoming a doctor and a mother in the same week. Six months after completing her doctorate, she and her husband became parents, and she finished her certificate in functional medicine from Functional Medicine University, or FMU. Together, chiropractic and functional medicine provide her with powerful healing tools and a knowledge base that brings the future of medicine to her patients 
today. I'm so excited for you to hear our conversation. She was a wealth of knowledge and really just education on today's episode, and I know you're really going to appreciate it. If you've been asking for this topic, be sure to grab a piece of paper and a pen and take some notes. There's some fantastic insights throughout today's episode. Without further ado, let's get into my interview with Dr. Kylie Burton. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Preacher Boys podcast. Kylie, thank you so much for joining me on the show today. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, really excited to chat. And I was telling you right before we hit record, uh, when I started a show about clergy abuse, uh, I wasn't thinking about chronic illness, uh, but that's something that has come up time and time again uh, from the audience. They want to know more about this. There's a lot that are suffering from chronic illnesses. And uh, like any area where I'm not an expert, I want to bring experts on to talk about it. So but first of all, let's just get to definitions. Like for someone who doesn't know, because I was one of these people just a year and a half ago, uh, what is a chronic illness? How is that described? There's a lot of different versions of it, but a chronic illness is either one, a diagnosis, or two, I'm just not feeling like myself. My labs keep coming back normal, but yeah, I know something's wrong. Mm. So, and that's really my specialty, but we can cover both because people who have a diagnosis and they've been following the Western medicine route, they're just managing their mm-hmm. symptoms. Whereas I would say, okay, somebody like MS, multiple sclerosis, I would say, why is your body attacking your spine? When we can figure out the whys with an S and remove those and get your body into a healthy environment. Now we're not managing anything anymore. We're like overcoming stuff. Mm. So I, my big thing is treating beyond the diagnosis. That's what my podcast is called beyond the diagnosis with Dr. Kylie, because I don't care if you have a diagnosis or you don't, if you know something is wrong, I believe you because you know, your body is best. Mm. And, and when it comes to chronic illnesses, as a society, we fail. Yeah. And we fail in the functional medicine, the alternative world, and we fail in the Western medicine world. Yeah. So I really come up with this framework, which we're going to dive into about how to read your blood work hmm. because so many people have labs. We go to the doctors, we get our blood drawn. We maybe will get a phone call that says, yeah. Oh, your labs look great. Or the nurse calls and just says, Hey, your labs look great. Doc wants to see you again in six months. Yeah. Really? What good does that do? So if you have something that you know is off inside your body and yet no one's listening, I'll listen. Yeah, that, that's, that alone is probably extremely encouraging for people who I know firsthand, I've talked to many people that listen who have had that call, you know, your labs look good. What are you talking about? Or the doctor that says, you're fine. Everything looks good. Here, take some antidepressant. This will fix you. Oh, right. it's because you're a mom. Go sleep some more. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, well, I, I, I'm kind of curious because like one thing you don't tear down doctors, like for you, a lot of it is just, there's not been a lot of resources given to doctors to really address these things. And, and the industry, the medical industry itself has kind of failed, um, equipping doctors to handle these sorts of things. So why do people fail and how they handle them and approach them? Well, the one biggest problem is, is we are all taught to seek after a diagnosis. Hmm. Like a diagnosis is going to be our answer. 
right? So think about it. How many women do you know are diagnosed with fibromyalgia? I, I don't know. You, could, you probably know a lot of them. They just don't come out and say it, hmm. right? So fibromyalgia, the, the top three things for that are chronic fatigue, insomnia, pain. Hmm. Really, all that is, is we have no idea what's causing your symptoms. So let's throw on this diagnosis here. Try Lyrica and see if that helps at all. And we'll see you back in 12 months. Hmm. The, the training doctors are provided and even the training in the alternative world. I'm not going to exclude that. There's a reason why I have a mastermind and I educate physicians of all backgrounds now. Because in the alternative world, um, supplement companies, they are the primary source of training. Mm -hmm. Supplement companies are no different than pharmaceutical companies. Money drives everything. So people are always shocked, like, wait, I don't have to be on supplements for the rest of my life. I mean, you can if you want to be. But again, it's no different than taking a medication for the rest of your life. We've just trained it in our brain to think otherwise. So the training on both sides is not good. Um, Even in, so people are always shocked. I'm a chiropractor. I don't own a chiropractic table. I think I've adjusted 25 times in my entire life. I did this entire four-year program. Awful, horrendous, take 30 credits, take 22 exams in a week kind of thing. It's intense. Um, And then I don't even use any of it, (laughs) which is the case in most careers. Like if we really think about it, how much do we actually transfer what we learn to get an expensive piece of paper into our field, whether it's engineering, teaching, whatever it is. So it's really the educational system that's failing us all. And then, like I said, we're taught and we're trained that the answer comes in a diagnosis. So what about those people who don't ever receive a diagnosis? Yeah. And that's really my specialty is, yeah, you get told your labs are normal. They might be normal, but that doesn't mean they're ideal. And the way we're taught to read labs is if the lab doesn't show or confirm that you have this diagnosis, then I really don't know what to do. Hmm. So if someone's like, I have aches and pains and all of my joints, they're getting tested for rheumatoid arthritis and, and fibromyalgia, who knows what else, but the lab tests come back negative. Now it's like, you have all these symptoms, but the lab test doesn't follow it. So the doctor just looks at you and says, here, take this antidepressant, it will help. Mm. Yeah. Um, whereas if we can say, okay, here's that normal lab range, the one that we're all getting so frustrated with. I literally posted a TikTok on a video on TikTok last week, and it was this. I'm just curious, how many of you have been told your lab or your blood work is normal, yet you know something's not right? Mm. Yes or no? 150,000 views later, 2,000 <laughs> comments. Yes, me, 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 me. Like it's so rapid. And then tons of people were like, oh, every American woman out there, mm-hmm. or and even a lot of men now too. It's just yeah. women get blamed on, oh, it's motherhood, go take a nap. But- yeah, I, I, I want to pause really quick because that's something that 
obviously I don't relate to, um, but I hear that often. And especially, you know, again, a lot of listeners of the show, I think 80% are female. Um, and that's a very common thing. My doctor doesn't listen to me, or I feel like as a woman, my voice isn't heard. You know, do you see that being a real situation within the medical field? Like, cause sometimes I hear things like that, you know, and I, and it's, again, I've never had a negative experience. So I'm like, Oh, the doctor knows what they're supposed to do. They're going to tell you. And the doctor you know, is supposed to trust them. Yeah. Like if they, if I say, Oh, something hurts, and the doctor says, no, it doesn't. Okay. You know, like, I guess it doesn't hurt. Um, so is that a real issue? And, and do you feel like there's been any improvement as more people have gotten vocal about this? Has there been any improvement in the medical community and addressing, you know, female patients or, or listening as opposed to just looking and then walking away? You know, I, I personally know a lot of colleagues um, who have left their Western medicine practice. Mm-hmm. Um, I know one right off the top of my head. She's an OBGYN. She has a license in 27 states. That's a lot of work. Yeah. <laughs> She is finally like, I'm sick and tired of doing hysterectomies and delivering babies. Mm. She loves the delivering babies part, but she's like, I get so many people better doing functional medicine than I ever did giving them out birth control and removing their ovaries or Mm. or uterus, I should say. So there's a lot of, especially the last 18 months, two years who are transitioning out of, okay, we're done. We're burnt out many other reasons i'm going to risk everything because you're risking a safety salary a nine to five job your word your name everything to go out to now i have to become an entrepreneur and i know my doctor being really well but i know this much about business yeah um so then it's another struggle because now we have all of these incredible individuals who are trained to really help people find what's causing their symptoms but yet nobody knows about them because the business aspect is difficult right yeah and then we have insurance jumping down our throats and insurance to be honest if we are going to keep going through insurance we are not going to change our course because insurance wants us all on pills managing symptoms and they're going to dictate what labs and what treatment can be provided which is beyond me they didn't go to the doctor they didn't go to medical school so why do they get the final say in what is happening so really we have to break out of two paradigm shifts and we have to stop chasing a diagnosis for one and two you have to bust out of the insurance paradigm. Obviously the insurance one is something that's far out of uh, a lot of our control. Um, But I want to go back to treating without a diagnosis because it just, just thinking through it, you know, it's easy for us to wrap our minds around the idea that look at this paper, something's wrong. Here's how we're going to attack that one thing that we can see in your blood work or your labs. Um, You know, when it comes to something that's not showing up, you know, how do you go about attacking that? Because there's not this objective goal here. There's not this thing of saying what, what, again, you've kind of pointed to is what they look for is something very obvious to go, Oh, there's something very bad right here. We're going to go after it, you know, liver disease, um, cancer, kidney disease, whatever diagnosis they can find. And if they can't, where do you turn? Yeah. So 
where do you turn? <laughs> you asked the question better than I could. I, I got a four, I have a four step framework. Um, and this goes for anybody diagnosis or not, because what we're thinking about is let's take our unhealthy body and let's get it into a healthy environment. Now, so many of your listeners have suffered trauma, big T trauma, little T trauma, doesn't matter. Now you can do all the physical stuff all day long. Um, I have a book coming out on March 1st. It's called what, why are my labs normal? And inside that book, I will teach you how to not only read your blood work, but in the last chapter, the labs can say one thing. However, there are instances like mindset, like trauma that can skew how we feel physically, which can then skew the numbers. When I first got started, I was like, oh, I'm going to have to remove all of these bad foods from people's um, diet and then just focus on the physical stuff. Well, one, people aren't eating anything anymore. They're so desperate that they've eliminated so many other foods that I'm, my goal is to just get them to eat and to enjoy food again. Food isn't the bad guy when we've made it out to be the bad guy for so long. So the first part is food. And then the second part is I would have never even imagined how our emotional health plays into our physical health. And it's so important to me now that when people work with me, I have a program where we include the emotional releasing and the mindset changing and the overcoming the trauma is included with all of the physical stuff. Mm. And when you can combine the two of them, your results are pretty powerful. So back to that framework, um, no matter what your scenario is, this is where you wanna start. Step one, vitamin D, iron and mitochondria. We're gonna call them the supportive guys. Mm -hmm. All right. These things that our body needs that we are all lacking in, not all of us, but a lot of us are lacking in vitamin D is required in every single cell in the body. Mm. Without it, our cells can't function without it. Our immune system can't function. It's very important. So if you go into your blood work, I'm a really big fan of blood work, normal labs, they're perfect. Your blood work, the normal lab range for vitamin D is between 32 and 100. Yeah, wow. <laughs> I guarantee at 32, at 42, you're going to feel like crap. Mm. Yet you're normal. When I like to get patients and anybody who's listening to me, I want to see their vitamin D status around 80. I've even seen vitamins D statuses in the high hundreds and their doctor was like, Oh my gosh, get off vitamin D. Like stop taking. No, I have yet to find research on a toxicity level of vitamin D. Yeah. I have yet to see patients with vitamin D toxicity. And finally I'm starting to see MDs come around where the vitamin D prescription dose used to be 50,000 IUs one time a week. That's still not going to cut it. I'm finally seeing prescription doses given out at 50,000 IUs per day. Yeah. And, and so for vitamin that, D, just start there. Jack it up. I promise you'll feel better. Step one. And, and for vitamin D, would you recommend doing like a supplement or is it something where like just, I mean, naturally, you know, trying to put yourself in places to be able to get it? We, I have seen labs from Florida, from the Caribbean from Australia, from, I've seen them all from these quote 
warm environments year round where we're so we're expecting it to get sunshine and hence vitamin D all year round. I have rarely seen a vitamin D status that's good from that. Hmm. And and when I say good, I'm talking like over 50. Okay. Our our bodies just because of genetic variations and because of the junk in the air, we're just not good at making vitamin D from the sunlight anymore. Hmm. So we're so depleted. And then we hit, you know, January and February and March, and we're all getting sick. I mean, I'm out in Utah and half the state's sick. Yeah, um, I just got whatever over Whatever you want to call it, I don't right. care what you call it, but our immune systems have nothing to do its job. So supplementation, I highly recommend it. Just don't go grab the Walmart supplement because it's going to be a lot different than a high quality vitamin D. The one I recommend, it's called DV3. Um, that's from systemic formulas and you can get that on my website, but perfect. it's cool. really, 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 really important. Like if you're like, I'm a hot mess, I have nowhere to begin to start with vitamin D. Gotcha. Gotcha. Cool. Yeah, no, that's, uh, that's, that's really helpful. And, and for, for anybody who's, I mean, approaching this, I mean, that's, that's a step one. Um, but one of the, one of the things that, has come up in conversations with people when I'm, when I'm discussing this topic or they're usually I'm listening to them discuss the topic and talk about what they're kind of experiencing. One of the things that they're told, even if, even if, you know, they know I have a chronic, the doctor says it's chronic illness, they get told, you know, it's going to be like this, like you're going to be able to manage it a little bit and, you know, but it's not going to go away. Like this is not this going is your away. life. Get used to right. It. Right. Um, there's no end in sight for this. This is, you know, once it's here, it's it's there to stay. Is that an accurate statement? Is it something where there is some level of managing it? Or is that something where, again, that's part of this, you know, people need to stay sick for the system as we know it to kind of function? B. Plan. Hmm. I, and I have to say this carefully, I'm not curing anything. I'm not treating any diagnosis. I'm simply, hey, you know what? Your body's fighting a lot of junk and it might show up with symptoms that fall underneath an umbrella. And that umbrella is gonna say, oh, you have MS, you have Parkinson's, you have chronic fatigue syndrome, you have Crohn's, IBS, whatever it is, whatever that umbrella says your symptoms fall under. I'm gonna say, I don't really care what you have. I'm going to say, let's figure out why are you so unhealthy? Why is your body betraying you? Mm-hmm. And let's just unravel it. Yeah. And you think about it like an onion, um, depending on how big your onion is, depends on how long it takes, because you've got to unravel these layers of our health in order to get our body in a healthy environment. And when you can start unraveling, like I have a mom with uh, MS, not my mom, a patient, with MS. She is in her early forties. She got diagnosed with MS at 36 and it literally took away her, her life from her. She had two, four teenage boys and she could not go outside. If it was greater than 72 degrees, the heat would cause a flare. So literally there goes, you know, half her year with her kids. Um, we were able to figure out her vitamin D was in the tank. Mm. We jacked that up her iron status, her body wasn't absorbing any iron Mm. and underlying it all were some parasites. And I could find all of that in her regular blood work. So it's going to be different 
depending on everybody. But whatever the labs, the norm, the blood work says, that's what we do. So we conquered those, just those three things. And like in four months, she texts me and she says, or emails me, uh, people don't get my phone number. <laughs> um, she emails me and, and says, hey, I just want to let you know, right before I got diagnosed, my husband and I did this bike ride. We, we love biking together. And it was one of those hundred mile bike rides. She says, I have never felt so depleted in my life. Like I've given, not, I've given natural births four times. She had natural births four times. She says, I was in more pain than those natural births. Wow. And I had just given up on my body. Like this is how my life's going to be. I don't even know if I want to live kind of given up. Um, she, that because she emailed me that day, it was right after, after she did another bicycle ride with her husband. And she said, I didn't even train at all. And I felt better crossing that finish line than I have my entire life. I had so much energy. I got an email back from her again last week. She's now been going on 14 months with no MS infusions. And again, continues to feel better and better and better than she ever has remembering her entire life. Now, am I treating MS? No. I'm just simply getting her body healthy. And as we get her healthy, the MS symptoms go away. Now, as far as a cure is concerned, she would have to go get an MRI. They'd have to check the scans, see what the scans say to see if it was technically cured. But if she's symptom-free and she's living her best life, do you really want to go put yourself underneath the same system right. that was giving her injections once a month? And after every single injection, she's bedridden for three days. Yeah. That's the difference. Right. So it's getting this mindset of what is it going to take for me to just become healthy? Yeah. And as I become healthy, what symptoms are just going to go away? And my favorite question people always ask, Kylie, what causes this? I don't know. And I don't really care. Yeah. <laughs> my big thing is your body's presenting. I mean, you have a migraine, you have chronic migraines, say. What's the cause of chronic migraines? You Google that and you're going to come up with a lot of answers. Yeah. And it's because there's no one size fits all. I can't say, oh, well, go take this because you have a migraine. It's going to work. Or this is why you have migraines. It really is based on an individual level. And it's typically not just one cause. Um, like I said, we did iron, vitamin D and parasites with yeah. her. That's what really kickstarted her body into this healthy environment. So it's just a matter of what's needed with you as an individual. And then along with the physical healing, you got to heal the emotional aspects as well. Yeah, that, that's a huge part of it. And, and you mentioned almost everyone you've worked with that has a chronic illness, you were telling me there's usually some background of trauma. Um, and, you know, obviously, again, like even, even noticing like, okay, your iron's low or your vitamin D's low, you, that's still something you can kind of say, okay, we have an objective. We want to get those numbers up. When it comes to an emotional um, effect or a, or a trauma, that can't be as easy, you know, because there's there's, there's no test, some, right? For that. And, you, and like, um, oh, your emotional strategy is like ten out of hundred. You know, you, there's no test for it. So how do you approach that? How do you approach somebody? Because even then, like identifying, it's not even really the problem. Because again, most people I talk to go, you know, I was molested as a child, you know, that's a very definitive thing that 
that affected them heavily throughout life or, oh, this, this happened or there was abandonment here or, or some kind of betrayal trauma here. Um, you know, how do you go about once you identify that working on the mental side of that? So it can benefit you on the physical side. Cause I feel like that's yeah. where people get kind of stuck. Yeah. It's either physical or mental, but you can't combine physical, right. mental, emotional. You can't, I mean, it, it's a team effort and, and I have a team underneath me I work with different people I'm really good at the physical stuff I don't want to be your counselor Mm -hmm. I don't want to be that person I will I've hired somebody to do that (laughs) but when people come work with me I one I never work with them one-on-one it's typically through my academy so I just give them the tools that they need help them through but I'm just a team member that they have and it's a matter of getting the right people among your team for you individually someone where you're working with a counselor. Um, I personally love mindset coaches a little bit better. No, nothing against counselors. And in fact, I've got a couple of counselors inside my mastermind that are combining their counseling with the physical. They're going to get crazy cool results because of that. Um, but the mindset too, just, just thinking about occurrences in our lives a different way and taking instances from a negative and turning them into a positive. Um, for, for example, one of my instances was I, I took a lot of lab tests. I mean, I took a lot of tests in a four-year period, hundreds and hundreds of tests within my four-year doctorate degree. And one of those tests, national board exams, part three, I failed. But because I failed it, I had to extend, I had to wait like six months before I could get my license. which totally put everything, all of my plans to start my own practice on the back burner. Well, I also happened to get pregnant at the same time. (laughs) And I lost that baby like 20 weeks in. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if you guys want to call it God or divine or whoever you want to believe in. Um, he, He knew for me that I needed to take care of my physical health with this pregnancy and what happened with the loss versus running a practice. So because I failed that test, I was not running a practice at the same time I was going through mm-hmm. that. Now I went back and took that test. It was my best test for probably of my entire four years. Um, but you just have to take those instances and say, you know what? Yeah, that sucked, but I'm a better person because of it. And I can say that, I mean, I'm my husband has been through just about every big T, little T trauma you can ever imagine. And he's worked with so many counselors. Um, he continues to do counselors and he, ch- and he changes, you know, sometimes a counselor is really good for him for these six months. And then he like graduates and needs a different perspective and needs to go somewhere else. And, and that's totally fine. he's been doing group stuff. Um, for me personally, I have a lot of money blocks. I didn't know that I did mm. until you start asking people for money when you're running a business, right? So I've done the more of the mindset thing with the money blocks, but we all have them. Mm-hmm. We all have to conquer them in one way or another. And when you can combine the physical plus that, man, life can change for you so drastically. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, mindset's absolutely huge. And it's, it's one of the things, ironically, that's, you know, and, and I'm a big advocate advocate for, you know, speaking to certified counselors and, you know, actually people that know that's, I mean, it's all, it's all your health, you know, it's, uh, you need to talk to someone like 
having a best friend you tell stuff to isn't a replacement for that. I, I don't feel, you know, and I'm a, I'm a big advocate for, you know, talking to professionals that can help you through that. Uh, but one of the things that's been really helpful for me mindset wise has been being in the business world and working with a lot of coaches and, um, you know, even, I mean, even coaching, cause I coach people in the business setting, you know, I, I know people that listen to the show have no idea what I actually do for a living. Uh, but I, <laughs> but that's one of the things I do is I'm coaching people that are high performers or high performing real estate agents or business owners, entrepreneurs, and I'm helping guide them through different processes in their marketing and things like that. And, you know, sometimes the advice I'm giving them, you know, I'll be like, oh, why am I not thinking about this way? Or why am I not approaching things this way? Or why do I not change my perspective around this? And it is, it's, it's incredibly valuable how you approach things and the mindset you're coming into situations with it, it, it literally for me, I mean, not to, you know, not to sidetrack too much, but I mean, like 2020 for me hit like a train, you know, like I felt smashed by it, you know, and my mindset going into this year was so different and mentally and physically, I feel so much better <laughs> than I did in those early yeah. months of 2020. Yeah. And, and as a business owner, you know, you, the beginning of the year, you always mark out your goals and what numbers you want to hit for the year. And I did all that. And then I just looked at it and I shredded the paper and I said, I don't, I don't want to be focused on this stuff. No. I want to just enjoy the journey. Mm -hmm. Whatever the journey is in 2022, I just want to make, have impact, help people overcome diagnosis or not to teach as many people as I can, how to do this and what their normal labs really tell them and then see what happens. Yeah. But just, especially as a high thinker and type a personality, who's always striving to always be the best. Um, the best is never good enough for mm -hmm. us. Yeah. We're always like, oh, I want to hit 1 million. Okay, we hit $1 million. Now we're going to hit five. Like, yeah, this is never good enough. So no matter who, if you're an entrepreneur or not, or wherever you are in life, I always say now that the only way to measure success is to measure backwards. Hmm. And now it's like, I'm here. I knew, I know a whole lot more now than I was a year ago. Mm -hmm. I got a book coming out. I got a mastermind. I mean, it was me overcoming my own barriers I was placing in front of me. And that's really what it is in, in any stage of life. We're our biggest barrier. Mm. And if we can overcome and just say, you know what, what's possible. And then, and my thing this year is, you know, God, show me what's possible. Cause I don't know. I'm human. Yeah you know, everything. So just show me what is possible and then let things unravel. And we can do that with all of our lives. Um, another example that a lot of people will resonate with is, you know, I'm 32 years old, 10 years ago, I would have given anything to have a family and to have kids. Hmm. So 10 years ago, that was my dream. I'm living my dream right now. I have more dreams and different dreams. So it's always, just always remember, no matter what your story is, to look back and say, dang, I've come mm -hmm. a long ways. And I need to be proud of myself for that. Yeah. Yeah. That's huge. And that's something that everybody, including myself, that's listening or involved with the show needs to hear <laughs> because, yeah. you know, so many came out of situations where they were told the opposite, where they were told, you know, you're not going to 
go anywhere. You're going to leave this situation. You're not going to be anything or achieve anything. And I just look, there's so many cool people listening to the show. Um, and so many cool people that are, have made incredible progress and feel stuck. Mm -hmm. And that bums me out because I'm like, you're awesome. Like you're, you've come so, so far. Um, I, I don't want to, I don't want to take too, too much of your time, but I, I am curious for someone who um, is sitting here and going, this all sounds great. And I'm so glad that, you know, within the first five minutes, it was validated that I am not crazy. Like I, I am feeling something that's real. I'm so glad to hear someone uh, with a DR in front of their name, acknowledge these things, <laughs> you know, that's, that's a good thing. Um, you know, but they're going, I haven't even had labs done. I haven't even had a blood test done. I haven't even taken those first steps. I don't know what to do here. Um, where should someone get started in, you know, they're saying, I feel like crap. I don't know what's wrong. What should they, what should their first steps be? So let's, let's go back to that framework and we'll just finish it out really quickly. So step one, you got to support the body with what it needs iron. And the reason why iron is because we have to have iron to get oxygen to all cells of the body. Without oxygen, our cells are not gonna do their job. Liver cells, kidney cells, adrenal cells, nervous system cells, like they require oxygen. And they require iron to get the oxygen to them. So iron is very, very important. Vitamin D, mitochondria, we won't get into that. Step number two is, is your body fighting a low grade infection? And I've seen thousands of labs. 95% of people are fighting infections. These are low-grade chronic terrifying. infections <laughs> yeah. that we, we just aren't overcoming. Um, someone with chronic fatigue, if I were to ask them, hey, were you ever diagnosed with Epstein-Barr virus? Do you remember ever hearing that as a teenager or, or youth? Oh, yeah. I didn't pay I, attention to anything as a youth, so I probably did, but... Well, a lot of, a lot of women will say, I think I had it at like 18 or, you know, someone says 24, whether you have it or not, it doesn't matter. Low grade virus is the number one reason for chronic fatigue. Mm. And you can find that inside your labs. If you're to go to my website at drkileyburton.com, there's a free blood work cheat guide. So it will walk you through this fight, this format on the steps plus teach you, okay, now you know what step you're at. Go inside your labs and see if this is you. And mm. if it is you, here's what to do kind of thing. Yeah. So step number two, infections. And step number three, now we can get into the hormones. So many people will say, well, I have, my hormones are off. My thyroid is off. That's just one system in our body. And our body is made up of lots of systems that all work together. And the reason why infections are before hormones is because one, they're so common and two infections can destroy any system, any cell, any organ, any tissue of the body. So unless you clear those out, other attempts to feel better aren't going to help, or they might help temporarily, but you reside back to where you felt a month ago before starting whatever supplement you just started. So, and then once you get the hormones balanced, now we can go in and we can do a detox and we got to do a detox done right if it's necessary. So that's the four steps of getting you from a unhealthy environment inside your body to a healthy environment. And now you can just watch as symptoms just start to resolve. 
And you can get all of the puzzle pieces of the things that you need to do to get your body healthy inside the normal blood work. You just got to have the right person reading it. And there's only one of me. So I try to educate and teach not only practitioners, but anybody, anybody who wants to come learn what their real labs say, their normal labs say, go grab the book when it comes out March 1st, why are my labs normal? And then two, grab the free blood work cheat guide at drkylieburton.com. And that will teach you what your labs are really telling you. That's super fascinating. And um, it's, uh, I have such an urge to get blood work done right now. <laughs> Just to, yeah, go get uh, blood work. I'm, yeah. Um, do you recommend that for everybody? Like even people that would say like, I feel pretty good. Uh, would you recommend them still do it just to see where they're at? I mean, the only blood work I personally get on myself is when I'm pregnant and I do regular blood work. I'm not one of those that needs to go in and see my numbers just because I'm I'm peeved about it or I need to know. Um, And some people will say, well, I need to have labs every three months. Like there's extremists and then there's a happy balance. Yeah. Some people will say, well, I don't have a doctor. Who do I go for to get labs? You can find any primary care doctor around you and you can just go to your general and ask them for like a general general physical and then tell them the list of labs you want. Hmm. Or you can bypass all that now and you can actually have labs shipped straight to your house. And then you just do like a finger prick to get the blood sample and then you ship them over to the lab and they'll give you the results. Gotcha. So there's a lot of different methods now to get blood work in labs. And, and the more labs you get, the better, because that's just more puzzle pieces. Hmm. Gotcha. Yeah. It's, it's really interesting. I definitely think there's going to be a lot of people who are listening to this that are, that are going to want to check out that book. Um, and I know there's, you know, <laughs> yeah, like I said, I mean, even for myself, there's, there's been so many things in the last two years where I'm like, with the fatigue, with the amount of stress, you know, and again, it's a lot of stuff that I can pinpoint, oh, it's that. Um, but when it comes to actually addressing it, you know, that's a big question mark that hangs yeah. over, you know, my head. And I know many others heads who are dealing with extreme things, you know, like Crohn's disease or, you know, a variety of long laundry list of things that people are experiencing. Um, be- before we close out the episode, I mean, like I said, you're the expert. I don't want to miss a question that I should have asked because, uh, I didn't go to any, uh, any schooling for this. Um, is there anything that I didn't ask that you get questions about a lot that you think would be helpful to, uh, kind of the audience I've described to you? The number one question I always get is what lab should I ask for? So if you're listening, take good notes, write this down. CBC with differential and just write it down. Your doctor will know exactly what to do. Or when you get online to order a lab test, you'll know what to click and what to order. So the CBC must include a differential. That's number one. Number two is a complete metabolic panel. And these are all standard blood tests that you might have to be a little bit pushy for, but be pushy and then make your insurance pay for it. Most of the time they will, but just do what you need to do to get the puzzle pieces that you need. Number three is a lipid panel. So things like cholesterol, triglycerides, HDL, LDL. Number four is a iron panel. And I've had 
I've gone to battle with some doctors over this iron panel. Just get it. I promise. Get it. Iron panel. Number five, thyroid panel. And that thyroid panel at a very minimum should include TSH, free T4, free T3, TPO, and TG antibodies. Thyroid minimum panel. Then you always want to get vitamin D, blood glucose, A1C, and this marker known as HSCRP. That is an inflammatory marker. So that's like the list of labs. You're like, whoa, Kylie, that's a lot of labs. But in really, it's basic blood work. And if you don't get those labs, you are missing puzzle pieces to your health story. Super helpful. And exactly why I asked, is there anything I should say? Because that would not have uh, just rolled off the tip of my tongue. Um, but um, I do this a lot. So <laughs> yeah. Uh, but no, thank you so much for, for taking the time to do this and for being willing. When I reached out to you uh, with the topic of my show, there's part of me that's like, she's just going to throw this straight to the spam or the trash, you know, like, what does this have to do with what I do? But it, it really is. This is something that I, it's been asked for a ton. I know this will probably be one of the most tune in episodes based on how many people have been asking for it. Um, and I, I definitely hope people will check out your book, your website and, and all the information out there. And I'm going to be digging in a little bit deeper, um, after this episode. So thanks again for doing this and for, uh, for sharing with my audience. Yep. Thanks, Eric. Thank you for listening to the preacher boys podcast. If you appreciated the content on the show, please leave a review on iTunes and don't forget to connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter with the handle at preacher boys doc. Additional information can always be found on PreacherBoysDoc.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.